this building. Thank you for the presence of your holy angels tonight. Thank you for the presence of your holy angels tonight. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, you are here. Lift up your voice and begin to welcome the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Welcome His presence in this place. I want us to be conscious of the presence of God tonight. I want us to be conscious of His presence tonight. We have not come unto the Mount Zion that can be moved, but we have come to the city of the living God. We have come to the innumerable company of angels. We have come to the just men made perfect. We have come to the blood sprinkling tonight. Lift up your voice and begin to bless this. Let's welcome the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is robed in majesty. He is the King of glory. We lift up your glorious name tonight. We bless your name, King of kings, Lord of lords. We adore you tonight. We ascribe greatness unto your name. We know the King is here tonight. The King is here tonight. The Lord of hosts is here tonight. The mighty warrior is here tonight. The King of glory is here tonight. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. We welcome you, God the Father. We welcome you, our saving Jesus. We welcome you, the Lord of hosts. Welcome his presence in this house. Welcome his presence in this house. Do not care about the person next to you. They don't matter, but you, Jesus, matter tonight. Jesus matter tonight. Jesus wants your attention tonight. We want to come here with an expectation. Tonight is a covenant night. Tonight is the night that God has an appointment with us, and we also have an appointment with him. No one come before his presence and remain the same. Today we are determined to be changed. We are determined to be transformed. We are determined to go home transformed. We are determined to go home healed. We are determined to go home joyful. In the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. We will experience fullness of joy tonight. We will experience fullness of joy tonight. We will experience His glory tonight. We will experience His power tonight. We will experience his unction tonight. There will be a shift in the realm of the spirit tonight. We will touch the arm of Jesus' garment tonight. Maybe you are sick. You are not going home sick because the healer is here tonight. Jehovah Rapha is here tonight. Jehovah Rapha is here tonight. He will heal us in our mind. He will heal us in our soul, in our spirit. He will heal us tonight. We will touch the arm of his garment tonight. The glory of God is here tonight. The glory of his presence is here tonight. We will box into his glory tonight. Mount Zion shall be filled with smoke. Mount Zion shall be filled with smoke because the Lord God Almighty has descended upon Mount Zion. God is in his holy temple. The presence of the Holy Spirit is here. Holy Spirit will welcome you. Holy Spirit will welcome you. Unreservedly have your way in my life. Tell the Lord, have your way in my heart. My heart is open to you, Holy Spirit. Have 
have your way, have your rightful way in my heart. Have your rightful way in my heart. Tell the Lord, my eyes are open tonight. My ears are open tonight. I will hear God tonight. I will hear God tonight. The Lord God will not pass me by tonight. Tell the Lord, tonight is my night. Tonight is my night of encounter. Tonight is my night of transformation. Tonight is my night of change. I'm not going home the same. I will touch the hem of Jesus' garment tonight. The Lord God will move in the midst of the candlestick and He will touch me tonight. He will touch me tonight. As He passed by my side, He will touch me tonight. I will be sensitive to the Spirit of God tonight. I will not be distracted tonight. The Holy Ghost will touch me. The Holy Ghost will transform me. The Holy Ghost will touch me tonight. Shata. The eyes of my understanding will be enlightened tonight. I will not miss God. I will not miss His presence tonight. I will not miss His power tonight. His resurrection power will be at work in me tonight. Tonight is my night of change. Tonight is my night of testimony. Tonight is my night of transformation. Tonight is my night of wonders. Tonight is my night of miracle. I make up my mind tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Still in that midst of worship tonight, I want us to lift up our hands and uh, read the book of Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwelleth therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart towards his faults, nor swear deceitfully, he shall receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob, Sarah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors. That the king of glory may come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the king of glory. The book of Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For grace is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord, 
Your saints will exalt you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures to all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen.
Amen. We're, we're going to declare that God is fighting for us. Amen. Amen. In every battle, we know that we have overcome. Amen.
he says to me, start from the altar. Rapendo si que paralendro sa paradicaria tambaseto le desite. Merry carreras kama bro de disca. The new year has begun. Mesatende pekedumbas caredonde. Mi panales que nenonda saradi. Pecato malasute cremesuta mende. Ori malacasata heria. Balaba shalabarote merecesina ramacurina bradendoi. Me calerote me bricandeleski.
opportunity to take the flag of the gospel to the ends of the earth. Master Prakama, the bronze of Tinabadiati. Ela Taramando Saraba. The impossible of your life is made possible. Maraka Barobo Shandaharia. Make a bondo ceremony alamoson teledi. In the name of the Lord of us. Mandela de Bosco, 
para masura para cariara bajándole de boria tierra cayó se quebró de bojit para menos se le bonde de discarada ori para le bojante e para le no sala para le bojata yeah your new year has begun mara para dice le bojinda la bajata grinda le regón de solidar receive i so see mind to understand in the name of jesus answer from heaven In the 
You know, when the Spirit of God is moved, that's when you tap into it. Don't just look. Ask God for unction. There's a blanket of God, like a cloud upon this house. For mortal man to hear the voice of the living God. For the mouth of mortal man to speak what heaven has settled. An authority that cannot be contested. You will put it to test right now. I can see the flame of God resting upon every tongue. This was never pre-planned, but God has been warning us that you are about to enter the last quarter of the year, but your own new year has begun already. What you are going to see is mixed blessing happening between now and from next month. You will be amazed, overwhelmed. You will be overwhelmed. God will take you, He will fast track and show you things that will happen. Because from this October, God begins to reveal about the new year, 2022. What is it about? What is it about? 
Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Are you ready for me? Lift my voice to the coming king. To the great Welcome you to 2022. Yes, sir. Amen. 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 It, it tells me very clearly you will see beyond them. Amen. The wind shall blow, the wheat shall be blown away, they shall fall in various places. 
and whither they fall, they shall take their roots. As soon as they take their roots, they become a mighty tree. The birds of the air will find solace under your shade. The sons of men will find solace under your shade. For your green shall be such green that eyes have never seen. For the hand of the Lord have planted them, says the Lord. The sharp shall blow. It will become like a mighty dust. And mortal men shall say, What is this? And as soon as they blow, they are gathered into the midst of the cloud. And a fire from the one who lives forever passes through the shafts. And they are no more. For the impure in the heart of the church shall be no more. The new year you are entering into, of which you have access into it, shall be a year that shafts shall be blown out. They shall become dust. And as soon as they are blown up, revealed among mortal men, shall the fire of God sweep them off. And they shall be no more. And there shall be visibility for mortal men for a time and a season and a time and a half. It shall be for a period of seven years. And then, within shall the seed planted by the most holy begin to grow in such a dimension that cannot be stopped. They will spread their wings whither they are planted. Either in the office, in the government, in the city, in the country, in the villages, wherever they are planted, they shall spread their wings. For the hand of the Lord has planted them. A season of reward for those who have been crying. A season of plenty for those who have been famished. A season of provision for those who have need. A season of a sound health for those who have been ill. A season of rebuilding for those who have been destroyed. A season of restoration for those who have been shattered. For the hand of the Lord Most High shall accomplish it. A season of manifestation for those who have been groaning in their spirits. A new era upon the face of the earth. A new era upon the face of the church. A time long awaited for. Season of visions. Season of revelation. Season of encounter. Season of insight. What about next year? It has started now. In the midst of the elect, it has started. I see the door. Two doors. It looks very small door. But when these two doors were open, in inside it is a gigantic store of grain. And the Spirit of the Lord said to me, This is from where the world is fed. A grain for a year, people will be famished. 
for a year, they will have a little comfort. But behold, seven grains are being thrown upon the sons of men. In the midst of the household of faith, to the faithful in the Lord, where they will eat and 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 never be famished. The bell is jingling in heaven. The ears of the sons of men shall hear. Utterances shall be given to your lips to speak. And that which you are declared shall be made manifest, says the Lord. The time of the devil is over. A new season is come. The season of the sons of God. They will manifest to the end of time. Before they are taken away. Oh Lord my God. That which I wish you said you have given it. I wanted to say I wish that all men shall hear your voice. And the Lord said I have given them the air. This is a new season. When you shall wish in your heart, you see the manifestation. In the past, you have prayed and fasted and waited. Now, when you imagine, you will see the manifestation. He is the same God. He works according to his dispensation. King of heaven, the one who lives forever and ever, grant boldness to prophets here that they may speak. Grant them the faith in proportion of the prophetic that they may utter. For a lot of mysteries are buried in the spirits of people all around me. Connect their spirits to their mind and to their tongue that they may utter mysteries. How I wish all men are prophets. And that was fulfilled in the book of Acts chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost has fully come, all men were prophesied. That is fulfilled in the midst of Christ with tabernacle. In the month of August, that all men shall prophesy. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name we pray. Now before we sit down, and I will share with you what God has spoken to me. If you came in during this meeting, after I finish anointing people, just come out, please. If you came in, I have not anointed you. I was anointing people in this meeting, you just came in. Let me anoint you. This is the I bring. This is the
from you. You know this provocation started last Sunday when Pastor Fumi stood upon this altar and said the overcomers night is a covenant day with Apostle Williams. And the Lord took my mind to the overcomers night. The beginning of it, and when God began to operate by it, it's a day and a name God gave to us as a covenant. And those of you who have been with me will agree with me. The manifestations you have seen. It was an overcomer's night in, in, in New Cross that a woman came, who, who she, she is a Roman Catholic, she just came to worship, and that woman, you know, does not know what miracle is. Does not understand about the Holy Spirit. And God gave a word of knowledge about her. She had a sickness in her body. I don't want to explain that. Because it's quite interesting. And it has to do with her privacy. And in that meeting, the Lord gave a word of knowledge and located her. And hit her on the spot. The woman screamed. Because you had never known, never had word of knowledge before. It was in Overcomer's Night that we have encountered miracles untold. I said this during my prayer. A woman came to me, Pastor Dakbo's church in Lagos. I finished speaking. A woman was brought to me by Elder Udi. I can mention that because. He was one of the others in Lagos at the time. And he brought the woman and said, this woman had been pregnant for 18 months. I said, are you sure? He said, yes. He said, this girl is in my house. Who lives in my house? The woman lives in my house. And the girl is confessing witchcraft that they are the one who bind the woman. And that the woman will never have child. That child will never give back. I said, okay, what is the evidence? They have scan of the baby about seven months or so or, or, or something like that. And they show a human being there, fully grown baby. When it was nine months, the child stopped moving. So, 
the tenth month, they decided to have a scan. Because the doctor said that there's no baby in this child. They scanned the womb in tenth month, and it was ordinary water. You know, nine months baby, if he went to ten months, he'd be very physical. And so, the doctor said that they need to claim something in her womb, that there's no baby there. But this, you can see, is clear. The twelfth month, the baby started moving. They rushed to the hospital again. They did a scan, and they found a fully grown baby. I said, this is strange. Well, this baby is too mature. It's supposed to come out. If it doesn't come out, we'll open you up. Two weeks after, the baby stopped moving. They went back to the hospital, sent a scan, and it was water. Pastor Dakwame be online now, and he can testify to you. And I'm sure, Pastor Sidney, you guys remember the woman. And then the 18th month came. And that guy started confessing that we are, we are the one who took the child. We, we bind the child. We tie the child and stuff like that. And the man said to me in the service, Apostle, we have seen, we have had God do miracles through you across the globe. Can you help us with this? And I said to the <laughs> elder, yes, I will. But you are the one who will pray. He said, what prayer can I pray? I said, any prayer you can pray. And then he said, he, he said, eh, eh, all right, all right, all right. Father, in the name of Jesus, let that will be done, not my will be done. Not that will. You know that kind of prayer? <laughs> Father, Lord, Lord, Father, Father, Lord. When someone began to pray and began to say, Father, Lord, Father, Lord, seven, three times, four times, he doesn't know what to say. So when he finished his prayer, he said, Amen. I said, he said, in Jesus' name, I said, Amen. I said, okay, you have finished your prayer, isn't it? And I said, woman, look at me. I'm coming back next month for Overcomers Night. By the time I'm here, you will be with a son. His name will be called Josiah. Did you hear me? The woman said, Amen. You know that kind of Amen? And then the elder said, Apostle, will you not pray for the woman? I said, what did you do? He said he prayed. I said, God has answered. One man prayed. The other one spoke. I said, next month is not 10 years. I have this overcomers night every month in London and in Nigeria. I went to Nigeria every month. The following month, when it was two, one week for me to arrive, the woman was washing clothes and she went into labor. This is a tummy that the baby was not moving. And they saw water. She went into labor. When she went into labor, the wife of the elder was the one there with the call the husband. This woman is baby is moving, it's labor. She went to call the taxi, and the taxi arrived right before them. The head of the baby came out. What science cannot explain. Before they try to cover Jacobis, they can't carry her anymore. They have to cover her, and she gave birth to the baby there. I, they now took the baby to the hospital and the mother. I came back the following Sunday. The woman was in church. The following week. Did overcomers, and then Sunday was the service. The woman came with the baby. Wrapped up. And she came out before I started preaching. She can't wait. She said, 
Pastor, pastor, this is the baby. I said, the baby? I said, Josiah. He said, yes, Josiah. She took the microphone from me and said, aye, aye, kauna. Kauna itashe baba. Kauna yesu. Kauna yayadam. Now, let me tell you, the whole choir went inferno. I came to teach you in that song in, in London. She carried the baby as she was dancing. She carried the baby as she was dancing. Let me say what. It was in that meeting. A woman was there and said, Apostle, can I invite you to my house for a dinner? I said, yes. It's Apostle time testimony now. I said to the pastor, do you know her? He said, no, I don't know her. Okay, we want to go for dinner in your house? Yes, let's go. Fix the time and we went. I was still in Lagos that very week. Pastor Dako took me there in Maryland. We were on the dinner table. She said, I'm born again and spirit filled. My husband is born again and we're spirit filled. Okay. When we got to the house, they set the table for us. Someone, someone may say, Is that a, yeah, how can you go to the house of someone you don't know and go and eat? Why shouldn't I? Jesus went. What about if they poison you? I have more than twice. And you do. One eye to see human beings. The other eyes to see. <laughs> and if I cannot see, did you not read the book of Second Kings? That when the prophet went sitting down and they came to attack him, and the messenger was afraid, he said, Lord, open his eyes. Not my eyes, but his. And he saw chariots of fire. Did you not read the scripture that says, The angel of the Lord encamped around those who fear the Lord? Don't let flesh kill your spirit. Fear of death leads to death. When we ate, she cooked so much food. I know she cooked the food I love without being told. That must be the Spirit of God that directed her. I mean, big fish. If you cook me big fish, when I finish eating it, my soul will bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Not before. And you need to see me to know the kind of fish I'm talking about. I mean real fish. My oh my. You know when I ate and the food reached there, I said to the woman, you cannot invite a man of God to your house for dinner without any issue. Because I remember my friend who was invited by this woman for dinner. For me to enter your house, you invited me for dinner, there must be a reproach that must not be in this house. She knelt down and said before me and Pastor Dapo, she said, I was a prostitute. Okay? She said, and my husband was told by God to come and marry me. And when he came to me, I told my husband, I'm a prostitute. My husband said, you are the one that God said is my wife. Huh? He said, so... I said, okay. And my husband said, stop prostitution. I want to marry you. You don't do prostitution anymore. Prostitution anymore. Because of that, she broke down. She said, okay, I'll marry you. And she stopped prostitution. You know prostitution? They will sit down. People will come to them. 
And they will look at them and say, I want this one. And they will tell you the price you pay. That's the prostitution I'm talking about. That's why she answered later. And the woman said, because I was a prostitute, I removed my womb. That was the first day I had of woman removing womb. I almost, I almost could not believe her. How can you remove womb and you are still alive? That was my thoughts at the time. She said, I removed my womb so that I can never have child. And I told my husband I will never have child. So my husband said, I don't care. You are the one I would. So they married. That was about 15 years into their marriage. She now said, I started feeling like I should feel like a woman. But I have removed what could make me feel so. I said, I feel so sad. And I told my husband I want to be pregnant like other women. And my husband said, you know you have removed the home. Where will pregnancy stay? And the woman said, I, I want to be. All that was before I was born again. So, she now said, Man of God, if you say a word, I believe your God will answer me. And that was where she hit the rock. Believe in God, you'll be established. Believe in his prophets, you will prosper. When she said that, she hit something right inside me. I said, woman, look at me. I've come into your house, you have fed me, and you have told me this. By this time next year, you will carry your baby in your hand, a boy. And God gave me a name for the boy too. She said, amen, amen, that's all I wanted. She didn't ask for more prayer. That is a woman of faith. We left and went back to church. About 12 months after, in my overcomer's night. The woman ran from the crowd with the boy, screaming. She said, Apostle, Apostle, Apostle. No, it was on Sunday service. We did overcomer's night and Sunday service. She said, Apostle, Apostle, this is my son. This is my son. This is your boy. I said, which boy? And Pastor Dapo said, Daddy, did you not remember? I said, tell me. And they now reminded me in the story of, you know, her story. I said, this is the boy. I said, yes. He, she said to me, I don't know where the womb came from, but I conceived. I gave birth. And she said, without any worries. This is overcomer's night for you. Your own will be possible. There's an awakening in this household. It is from here the Lord gave the covenant. Out of here he went to the nation. Now here he had called us to wake up. This meeting, don't bargain it for anything in your life. This meeting, make sure you make room for it in your heart. In a short while, you will see that this meeting is not going to be held here. It will be held in the open air. Wherever open you put it, we never take the number of human beings. It is overcomers night. To he who overcomes, says the Lord... To he who overcomes, he says. To he who overcomes, he says. 
And so when is the last Friday of the month? Make sure you mark it in your diary. Make sure you pray concerning it before you come. Make sure you don't come like you are just going to uh, just prayer meeting. No. You are going to a covenant night. Make sure you invite your friends. Make sure you bring people who have circumstances that cannot be redeemed. Because it was a covenant day that Hannah went to Shiloh. It was by covenant with Moses that Joshua commanded the sun to stand still and it stood still. It was by covenant with Elijah that Elijah received the mantle. The covenant with Jesus Christ is what gave birth to all of us. The covenant of God with Paul is what brought the manifestation of Timothy. When God makes covenant, he wants you and I to keep our bargain. Don't treat the covenant day like ordinary day. God has waited for too long over us. You will see strange things in the covenant. A night like this. Let me share very briefly with you. It's interesting God said to us by prophetic we have entered our new year. You know what that means? All your blessings remaining for October, you get it. But from October, you enter into what God is doing next year. I saw an ancient uh, storm. I don't know how I can... It hasn't got interpretation in English. But this is how it is. You see, you know the bands, the bands in, in farms that they build like this, like a dome. And they build it down. And towards the end, it will have... A little door. That kind of thing I saw. It's an ancient store. And it has two steel. Those steel look like, um, you know, they are not rusted, but they look in color like rusted steel. But they are firm. And it has a, a, a key. Like a bronze key. Okay, your normal key. It has hand like that, and it goes in like this with the bronze mouth, of which the key is held in the hands of the Father. And I saw by the Spirit of God a grain from it to the earth, the earth will be famished for that year. And I saw three grains out of that place. People of the earth will feed for a year, but it will be abundant. But I saw also the father taking three, uh, seven grains and throwing it into the elects. When there is farming out, they are having abundance. It is seven times by seven, which is 21 seasons. And there is so much abundance. I also saw while we were praying. The fortress of heaven. One of the things in heaven is that when you go there, when you are thinking in your mind, the person you are looking at is responding to you in his mind. Not opening your mouth and your mind is talking to the mind of the other person in a controversy. That's the reason why nobody can plan anything in heaven others you see it. As you hear me audibly, your thought is audible. The realm of thought is a realm that everybody will hear, as God will permit it. And 
I saw as I was going to wish something. And the Lord answered me. And then the Lord said to me, this is what will begin to happen to you. That you wish that God will do or you wish you will pray about this. And before you open your mouth, it's right with you. Manifestation of what you are just thinking. That has begun now. You didn't hear what I said. You didn't hear what I said. I said you did not hear what I said. Let me warn you something before I share the brief with you. Today is okay. It's testimony. Let me warn you something. Warn you about something. You know, in the world today, people talk about, you know, this minister is doing this evil. That is sleeping with women. That one has entered cult. This one is using counterfeit power. That one is this and that and that. CFC, I beg you. Heaven says, cut off from all that. I repeat my word. Heaven says, don't speak. You see, because man will give account to every word you have spoken when you are on earth. Okay? What is your profit in talking about what Satan has done in the life of others? When you have not spoken to someone about the salvation that Jesus died for. Can you understand what I'm saying? A Christian is talking about this one had fallen. That one committed adultery. That one went into court. That one is this. That one is that. That one is that. But you have not testified about the one who died for you. What's your business about it? Satan gave that business to the church. Stop trading in it. You know why? Because what should be your own concern? If anybody disappointed God, Lord, look at me. I will not disappoint. That should be your own talk. Your talk should be, what is Jesus saying to the church now? What is heaven preparing for the church now? What season are we in the calendar of this world? We had a prime minister when he was speaking in the United Nations just this week. Spoke about that the world had been, some said that the world had been existing for something million years. And that man had been existing for 200,000 years. And then by, by, by millennia, by calculation, we should, the whole world, mankind is about a teenage age. If you didn't hear, go and listen to him. And when I was listening to my prime minister, I said, okay, 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 okay. But my Bible says... Mankind is less than 7,000 years. My Bible says mankind is about to enter the 7,000 years. My Bible says on the seventh day, God rested. Listen to me. Your focus is how will those out there hear the truth. Not how has the Satan destroyed some people. Who will be the walking Jesus on the streets? Raise the dead on the streets. Heal the crippled on the streets. Heal the blind on the streets. That is our concern. Your concern is not what is happening to somebody. Your concern should be, what is happening to you? Jesus was a man like you. What is happening to you? Your concern is not, what, why can't somebody do this? Why would you apportion good thing to somebody else? Don't you want good? Do you not want to do good? Answer me. You want to be good. You want to do good. So the Bible says, how God anointed Jesus Christ of wood? Let me hear everybody say that. How God anointed Jesus Christ of And how he did what? Let's read it again together, shall we? 
Why? Is God with you? Say, is God with you? Is God with you? Then go about doing good. Forget about what Satan is doing in the church. Look at me. Don't talk about any minister. Talk about me. Okay? Whether you think we are few, or you don't know whether we exist, let me tell you, you are part of God's end time mommy. That's what you are. That's what you are. Stop talking about what is happening by the devil. Talk about what is happening with you and with Jesus. The church of God should preach Jesus and Jesus only. And the power of his resurrection. The church of God should walk Jesus. The church of God should manifest Jesus. Forget about what the devil is doing. If you tell someone about the mercy of God and he argues, leave him alone. Don't convince him. Move on. So that your time will not be wasted by them. And if people send you things on the, on the, on the WhatsApp about one minister who did something wrong, delete it and block the person who sent it. Look, let me repeat myself. Ikute, iripete. Okay? <laughs> when you read somebody sent you that, hey, this minister is this, he was doing that and that and is the report of Satan, delete it and block that very number. Is in, in what side you can block? Whoever it may be, even if it's minister or apostle, block that apostle. Block that prophet. Because what you want to hear from any child of God is what God is saying to the church. What God wants to do now on earth with you. Okay? Don't derive pleasure in talking all those rubbish because Satan gave that engagement to some in the church. Now, who are you? Pass up for me. 15 minutes. Let me give you a lowdown. And we will pray. I told mommy I want to be blessing you. It's better for me. I have taught you so much in CFT. To the extent that Satan peace for body. <laughs> That's what they say in, in, in Niger. That the devil peace for body. Let me tell you something. When I, because I teach you the word of God so much that you, you, you don't need a teacher. You read the Bible now and you see. I would mean now. When, when Satan sees people like that coming, he will peace for body. What they call Jinni Jinni, he will catch, <laughs> he catch the devil. He will catch the devil. Because there is no way he can masquerade. You will know it. I'm happy with all of you. But look at who are you? Let me tell you who you are. That is my topic. Who are you, by the way? <laughs> who are you, by the way? In the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 1, Paul answered that question. He says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to who? To who? Shall we read it together, please? Uh, uh, This is cathedral. Am I correct? Let me hear from the ambience your voice or voices. Shall we? Now listen to me. Who is Paul? Who is
is Paul. So he knows himself. Then who are you? Saints of the Most High God, man. Oh, let me read it. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God. So he's saying that, that either you like it or not, that's what I am, you know. <laughs> you can't do anything about it. Then it says, to the saints in Christ's faith tabernacle. The what? The faithful. So, who are we? Saints, who are we? The faithfuls. In Christ Jesus. Don't forget. You are the saints of God. Look at the word saints. What does it say in English, in English dictionary? It said a person acknowledged as holy. Are you not holy? Tell the person beside you, I am holy. I am Saint Alfred. Eh? I can't hear you saying, what are you? OJ. Ah, that's a big name. You are saying what? OJ. Saint OJ. Spell your name. OJE. Can you see now? Because before, when I refer to him and I want to spell his name, I will write O and J. And that is his name. Until one day he now wrote OJE. I said, uh-uh. This is OJ. In my own. <laughs> Hallelujah. OJE. OJE. Did you say H? No, there is no H there. O-J. O-J. Saint O-J. Satan hate it. We are the people of God. Saints of the Most High. Made holy by the blood of the Lamb. That is why Paul began by saying, I have no apology to anyone about this. By the will of God in Christ. It does not matter what people call you. If you have accepted Jesus as your Lord. Let me say something to you. This is not talking about that you are a perfect man. He's saying that you are just saint of God because God decided to make you so. That's just it. Not because you are a perfect person. Because you accepted somebody called Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that many who believe in him. Who have received him. God gave them what? The right, the power, the alacrity to be called sons of the most high God. Not by the will of men. But by the will of God. Who made them sons. Leave those children for me. They are going into revelation. I used to go like that. When I was like them, really, I slept in the church when I was a baby to the extent that they woke all of us up. And one of my brothers refused to wake up. And he was walking and he was sleeping with his eyes closed. And he was going home with his eyes closed until one man saw him a distance from the church and said, Hey, this boy! And he woke up. Hey, hey! Where are you from? He said, I'm from the church. I'm from the church. Because he was crossing the road with his eyes closed. Sleeping. He thought we were all moving. So they brought him to the church. And we have been looking for him. So those children, let them go in the spirit. Don't forget this. You are the saints of God. 
You are the faithful in Christ. Who are God's saints? Number one is that they are the faithfuls. As far as God sees you, you are a faithful person. Who are God's saints? Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 2. It says, to the church of God in Corinth, those sanctified in Christ. A saint of God, number one, is a faithful before God. Because our faithfulness is not of man, but by the blood of the Lamb. The second thing is this. Saints of God have been sanctified. Sanctified. We don't need to explain that so, so much because, you know, to be sanctified is just saying the same thing that you have been made prepared as a vessel of holiness that God may use you. That is sanctification. That is set apart. Declared holy, set apart. It is like when you go, if you're a lawyer, uh, if, you're, if you're a student, you did law, and then you go to law school, you finish law school, then they call you to bar. Then you can practice as a barrister. So are you and I. When Jesus centered us, he sanctified us so that we have become the faithfuls of God. Not by the cleansing of water, but by the Spirit of the Most High and the fire of purification. Those sanctified in Christ Jesus and called to be holy. Because you and I are sanctified, understand, we cannot soil our garment any longer. We must live a holy life. You know, I want all of you to be seeing angels, some of you are, but I want everybody to be seeing angels in this church. Because when you have an encounter of heaven, it changes your Christianity completely. I cannot forget each time Jesus appeared to me. I say it now, when I say some of you, you think that it is last year. No, I'm talking about when he appeared to me 20 years ago, 30 something years ago. It's as fresh in my brain as if it's now. If he appeared to me last month, what I'm saying last month, I cannot forget what I saw 35 years ago. I can't. It's fresh. Because it is uh, an encounter of the Spirit, which registered in your spirit. It is your human flesh that forget or have ability to remember or forget. Your spirit does not. What is in your spirit is in it. It can never be raised, neither can it be, you know, uh, tampered with. And you know the root to it is this, that you are called to be holy. Eh? Holy? Eh? Holy. You know holy? Very simple. When you direct your mind to an act, ask yourself, would Jesus do that? That's the fundamental basis to check holiness. You know, a young man came to me today, one of, one of our youths, and I was so pleased with him. You know, really when he came, because the time he came was very close to me coming up, mommy wanted to protect me that, you know, apostle, normally I seek God and I've been doing that since morning. He said, no, 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 no. I said, I want that young man. And when he came to me, he began to ask questions. Why did he come to see me? 
He didn't come to see me to pray for him. He said to me, Apostle, I've been in this church from the age of eight. And I'm now 21. I said, you are the real Christ with Tabernacle. And he began to tell me. And what I saw from his discussion with me is this. You know, he said it. When we react with other youths, or we talk into society, he said the knowledge of the world we have is very rare out there. I said, you got it. He said he is, he is very much, uh, you know, uh, well, like you have pity on people because simple truths, they don't understand it. And he wonders that, why can't they understand? I said, what makes the difference is your instruction, the Holy Spirit. So is all the youths raising this up. Holiness is simple. And he was asking me questions, and he was telling me, I, have, I cannot do this, I cannot do that, I cannot do that. He said, but my, my friends, my mates in school, you know, he said, we're all together. He says, they don't, they don't see that they shouldn't do. Even those who call themselves Christians, who are my mates, they still do those things. And I said to them, but, but how could you do that? I couldn't do that because of how I was raised in this house. Holiness is easy. He spoke about various types of music. And there is one I'd never heard in my life. Something rap, he said. He said that rap is violent rap. And now some so-called Christians are singing that rap for, for, you know, put the name of Jesus there. And he said, he told the guy, no, 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 no. The lyrics, the, the music is still of the devil. Even if you change the name. He says, no. And then an unbeliever who was there had the music and said, ah, but you call yourself a Christian and you are listening to this. Even we who are not Christian, we can't because it's too violent. And he was saying to me, he can't understand. And I even told the guy, like, look, this is an unbeliever telling you. How could he not know the truth? You know why? They are in shock. They are in shock. Listen to me. Holiness is easy. Is the way to peace. Is the way that a man follows, he does not end up his life in regret. Have you ever had a puzzle stand before? You say, I regretted this age of my life. I told the young man, when I die now, I die well. I, will, I don't wish to come back and relive my young age. I said, so those of you who are in CFT that I'm growing, as you follow what I teach you, it is impossible for you at a particular age to regret Back. No, 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 it's not possible. Oh, I have a regret. Not everybody should have a regret. Are we in? You are sanctified in Christ Jesus and called to be holy. Together with what? Shall we read that verse 2 together? To the church of God in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ, and with all So that involves every Christian, isn't it? Isn't it? Everyone called, remember my voice. He shall be well with you. We have entered a new stream. A new day has come, a new dawn upon the face of God's people. We are looking at who are the saints. By the way, 
The second one in that Ephesians is saints, the faithfuls. So, we understand that you are called to be holy. The faithful. You are also called to become Jesus. Not in his death for humanity, but in your life in, on earth. Exactly like Jesus Christ. Let me show you two scriptures. Look at the book of Romans chapter 8. Let's look at verse 29. Yes. Let's just go through this. We'll finish it. Shall we read together now? I can't hear you, church. Uh huh. Stop. Who is that? Who is that? I can't hear you say it loud. God foreknew you, man. If God knew you, and he foreknew you in this context. So what's your problem? Is there anything you are going through that he did not foreknow? Nothing. That's the reason why I'm, I'm sure. And I can tell you, your future is bright. I say your future is bright, my friend. <laughs> if you are going through now, let me help you so know something. You cannot but go through now. Have you, have you seen anybody who attained medal without going through something? Eh? Aha. You must go through. But you will not die in that way. You will, you will end up in glory. That's what he says. For those God for new, he predestined. What is the predestination? That is pre-programming. What is God's heart for you? That's what is called predestination. What? To be conformed to what? The likeness or the image of his son. Every one of you, God has programmed you to become Jesus on earth. Not as in death. People who cannot see Jesus can see you and say that you are with Jesus. Like the church of Corinth. The, 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 church, the, the church in the book of Acts chapter, uh, chapter 11. So what he's saying here, God foreknew us predestined us to be saints so that we can be conformed to the likeness of his son that Jesus may be the firstborn among his brothers. So, the gene in Jesus Christ is in you. It is the same gene that God made Christ that he made you and I. So that he is our senior brother. And you and I will look up therefore, that's why I said to you, the way to attain it is for you and I to look unto Jesus only, the author and the finisher of our faith. I said to you at the beginning of this meeting, when people talk about this minister has blown it, this minister has fallen, that, just close their chapter now. We know it. We know it. We just read about all the kings that fell in Israel, isn't it? Alright? But what should you do? You and I, looking unto Jesus. I have to become like this man called Jesus. I have to do what this man Jesus did when he was in my in, in, the, in life. A great number of us are older than the age of Jesus when he was on earth. Now isn't it? At 30 he started ministry, 30, 33 uh, plus and he, he left. 
You have to think like me. If you think that way, it will conform you daily to Jesus. Let me tell you this. Because my time is all. Therefore, underlining factor, anything you want to do, ask yourself, will Jesus do it? I said to the brother, those who play all this worldly music, and they put the name of Jesus there, I said, ask them, can you see somebody just appear and is dancing to your music, and the person stop and say, I am Jesus. You will flee. Because you know that the music is listening to, Jesus will not dance that way into such a music. Can you imagine? You see, somebody in a white robe just dancing to all those uh, music of the world that you now put Christian words there. And then he saw, he says, I'm Angel Gabriel. Will you, will you wait? I'm sure that you are going to begin to pray in tongues, my friend. I say, the blood of Jesus is against you. Because you know it will be the devil. Do you understand me? So, we are predestined to become like Christ. That Jesus might be the firstborn. That's why we're going to stop tonight. Stand up on your feet. You know what I wanted to do now? Pray. Pray. First of all, you are going to thank God. That God had made you a saint. Can you see everyone sitting down? Saint Sydney. Saint Adisa. Saints, Saints, Debbie Amifula, what is your name? What is your name? I can't hear you. If anybody rubbish you, tell him that I'm so sorry for you, bro. I am Saints. Introduce yourself. Introduce yourself. We're going to lift up our voice and pray. A prayer of thanks. That Lord, I thank you for making me your saints. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Blameless before God because of the blood of Jesus. Thank you for giving me your mind, the mind of Christ. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for giving me your Holy Spirit, the very Spirit of God. for making you a saint. Pass through, Lord. Yes. None of their sicknesses shall remain, says God. (laughs) Bless the name of the Lord for giving you the mind of a saint. The mind of Christ it is called. God for giving you the body of saints. That is the glorious body that will rapture. Thank God for giving you the fear of God. It's of the saints of the living God. Thank you. Thank God for giving you the understanding of saints. It is by which you say no to sin. Thank God. Thank God. Branda Thank God for making you holy. God for he has sanctified you. Thank God for your predestination to be conformed to the image of the Son of God. Now begin to tell the Lord, enable me, O God, to become like you. Lord Jesus, and grace me, O God, to become like you. I want to be like Jesus. 
at the age of 12, he was in the temple sharing the word of God with a, with a knowledge that transcends professorship. Tell the Lord, Isaiah 11 2 says, and the spirit of the Lord shall be upon him. The spirit of counsel, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of power, and the fear of God, the spirit of understanding. Tell the Lord, all these spirits are upon you. By understanding of God, you know what the world, the people in the world don't know. By the wisdom of God, you operate in divine wisdom. By the spirit of counsel, you open your mouth and you speak direction to those who are troubled, are confused. The spirit of power is by which you manifest the glory and the power of the Most High. You pray and God answers it. Bless the name of the Lord. For the spirit of the Lord is upon you. We are predestined to become like sons of God, the Son of God, rather. It is God's pleasure and will. He poured us His grace upon you. Thank God for the grace upon you. The benefit of being a child of God, of predestination, redemption through the blood, forgiveness of sins. Father, we bless your name. Lord, we exalt your name. We celebrate you. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying. You know, when we pray, we are going to the end. I want to pray this prayer. When God said that you have entered into your new year, at the beginning, I didn't understand. Something with prophetic is that as you say it, you enter into it. And you say it, you begin to see and write in it. And the more that he's saying it, you can see, you can see, you can see, you can see. You know, because the issue about your spiritual is this body, this body doesn't want this spirit to come out. <laughs> it doesn't. This body is so loaded. So, and believers need to know this. That's why I say, when people are praying in tongues and you are looking, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's very dangerous. Because you know that we won't do church after we close church now. We won't do this church when we close church now. This Friday that we're doing, we are past 10 o'clock. 10 will never repeat itself. Alright? And when God is working in the midst of the candlesticks, which is the church, if you cannot concentrate and follow with your soul, you cannot enter the spiritual. That's how it goes. It's like when the lecturer is lecturing, you know, sometimes, you know, you are watching lecturer and then you go blank and then he has said some things that you didn't hear. Those who were concentrating at the time will write it down. Isn't it? Isn't it? And that could be your saving grace and determinant between one grade and the higher grade. Because just remember that. So is God. He is. So is God. The Lord said we enter next year. You want to pray? Open my eyes to see what you're saying, Lord. Lift up your voice. I'm going to pray. Open my eyes to see what you're saying, Lord. Open my eyes to see what you're saying, O Father. My next year has begun. Let them see the trait in me by next week. My next year has begun. Let them see the trait in me by next week, oh God.
Give me insights about my new year. We are, we, are, we are entering the last quarter, the last three months. Knowledge is power. When you have revelation, you have knowledge. Oh Lord, open my understanding to access it. Now begin to tell the Lord. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11, in him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works everything in conformity to his purpose. Begin to pray everything that will happen to me between this month and the new year. I command them to work in conformity to the purpose of God. I command them to work for me. Everything that will happen to me from today, as I enter the new year, they will work for me. They will work to the according to the purpose of God. I speak them to manifest in line with the purpose. My trial, my tribulation will conform to the purpose of God. My battles will conform to the purpose of God. Everything that happened to me now. I prepare to enter the glorious new year. It shall be glorious Cabronda Saparade. It shall be glorious year for us. It shall be glorious year for us. The celebration of the new year begin now. Now, 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 now. Yay! Let everything work according to the plan of God for me. Man will work according to the plan of God. Demons will work according to the plans of God. We bring that which heaven has spoken concerning me. Begin to declare everything that heaven has ordained that angels of God will begin to bring them to you. According to he who has the power to work everything in conformity to his will. The other one, the sister scripture says, For God is working together. All things work together for good for those who love him. God is working behind everything. Tell the Lord. Everything in my life will conform to goodness. They will conform. They will conform. They will conform. Oh, sovereign Lord, ripa garude si pregelo da me bahuria. Oh, Father. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. The last prayer I want to pray for tonight is this. Colossians 3.1 It says, since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your heart on things above. Where Christ is seated. At the right hand of God. That's what I told you at the beginning. That forget about what the devil is doing. Let's talk about what God is doing. Amen. Amen. We acknowledge what the devil is doing. We know it. But we want to talk about what God is doing. Because your mouth has power. What you talk about, you give back to spirit. Remember Jesus said it. And the spirit you give back around you determines your mind. So you cannot use your mouth recklessly anymore. So we're going to pray. It says, set your mind. That is verse 2. On things above. We are going to pray for our heart and our mind. You will tell the Lord, saturate my heart and mind. 
God the Holy Spirit, send your fire into my mind. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Send your fire into my mind. Someone said it is too late. It's not too late. It is not too late for God to answer you. It is not too late. Before God, there is no age. Transform my heart and mind, O God. Transform my heart and mind, O God. Let my heart be set on the things above. Let my mind be set on the things above. Let my heart be set on the things above. Let my mind be set on the things of God. God, the Holy Spirit, send your fire into us and destroy everything the devil has planted in our heart, in our mind, in our body. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we bless your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name, we are prayed. I command every chain be broken in the name of Jesus. I command sickness sink into the ground in the name of Jesus. Infirmity out of human bodies in the name of Jesus. I separate you from human body out in the name of Jesus. Sickness come out in the name of Jesus. Right? Weariness of soul come out in the name of Jesus. Depression begun in the name of Jesus. Right? You have no place in this house. The bodies of all these people listening to me, Global, belongs to God. Everything in human body that God did not plant, be uprooted in the name of Jesus. Send your fire, Lord. Send your fire, Lord. Send your fire, Lord. Send your fire, Lord. Lord. Destroy the planting of the enemy. Set man free. Satan, the blood of Jesus against you. Demons of hell, the blood of Jesus against you. I dispossess everyone that is possessed. I displace every spirit of hell. Be shifted in the name of Jesus Christ. Let stronghold be set ablaze. Let the stronghold of Satan be consumed with fire. Let mortal man be set free. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, this new month you are going into, it shall be a month of grace for you. It shall be a month of ease for you. The things you have struggled in, in the past months, you enter the month of October, and you shall struggle no more. You receive from heaven ease. You receive from heaven messengers, those commanded by God, who obey the biddings of God, those commanded by God to do that which heaven has spoken. For it is written concerning us, it shall be month of restoration, 
the Lord will restore to you the years the locusts have eaten. The Lord will restore to you your peace that the devil has taken. The Lord will restore to you your wealth that the devil has stolen. The Lord will restore to you anything the devil has destroyed. The Lord will restore to you your life. He will restore your marriage. He will restore your family. He will restore your children. He will restore your wealth. The book of remembrance shall be open concerning you. And God shall remember you. And he shall remember all that is with you. The impossible of your life shall be made possible. Is, 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 says the Lord. Is, 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 says the Lord. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Fly on the wings of the clouds. Enter into destiny and fulfill. You have had testimonies. It shall be your turn. Heaven will visit you. Oh my God. It's a new season for Christ with Tabernacle. Celebration everywhere. My King, do not exclude anyone. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' holy name. Do you know something? The Lord told me to tell you this. You know, from today till you enter New Year, there is one prayer you should pray every day. With other prayers, you will pray, but daily. The Lord said to me to tell you to, to do that because of what God has begun. It's Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 and verse 2. Write it down. Everybody takes your something, you write down. Write down. I want everybody to be doing writing now. Whether in your telephone, whether in your iPad, if it's in your telephone or iPad, go to notes and write Prophecy 2000. Uh, 2022. Prophecy 2022. Because this is 21, isn't it? 22 we are going into. Mm-hmm. And so, as God speaks, write them down in that, under that prophecy. The Lord said every day, don't forget, since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your mind, your heart, on things above, where Christ is seated in the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. And so you begin to pray that, Lord, strengthen my heart and mind. I command you my heart. Be set on what is above. My mind to be set on what is above. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. Detangle me completely from what is in this world. Help my heart to be set on the things above. Help my mind to be set on the things above. Pray it every day. Pray it when you are working. Memorize that scripture so that you don't forget it. Because things will begin to happen to you from this month of October. Are you with me now? You already are, you have entered into your new year. You are enjoying the blessings of overlap. Why some people are still waiting for next year to enter and begin to ask God what to do? You have been told by heaven. Are you with me now? You have been told. And you begin to live that year now. So it is impossible for death to take anyone who is already living in that future. Are you with me now? Because you are cooperating with heaven and angels will collaborate with you. Are you with me? And this is what God has told me strongly to tell you. That start praying this scripture. When you pray it, thank God for it. Spend good time praying and thanking God for it. 
You will see what will begin to happen to your intellect. Your intellect will begin to change. Your mind will begin to reprogram. And your heart. And you see many things that you have been asking for. You have been praying, praying, praying over. You just speak and they happen. You just imagine in your mind and that will happen. Because God wants to deal with our minds because of what he's about to do. And what he's going to do really in the new year. But let me tell you this. I have an indication from heaven. It will be a glorious year. That's what God said to me. 2022 will be glorious. Don't worry what happened in the world. It's not my business. But what will happen in the kingdom is going to be a glorious year. That is what God has spoken. And it's very good that God is the same. Because every time from this very meeting, he starts telling me about the new year. You know. And this is what God has begun to do now. So open up your spirit. Do what God has said, and you will, you will be amazed at what God will do with your heart and your mind. Please sit down. And let me say this before we take the offering. I want to say this to us, too. I beg you, don't make life ridiculous for any human being. Are you with me now? You know, these things don't come every day. Don't make life ridiculous. Don't be a stumbling block against somebody. Are you with me now? Those of you who husband and wife, you are in the church. Be very careful. Very, very careful. Parents to your children. And children to your parents. Make up your mind that every day you want to be a source of joy to everyone around you. Are you with me now? Because something is already happening. I will not say something is about to happen because we are already in it tonight. To the people who are not part of us, I can say something is about to happen. They will enter into it. But for you, you are in it already. And it, it, really, it really calls for this instruction that heaven has given you. That you will not be a stumbling block to anybody. Neither will you be a source that will hinder or give somebody unhappiness, sorrow. Except for, for righteous things. Do you understand? Let those who offend you go. Must you call offense to 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 um, uh, uh, must you call offense you know to to they call it judgment? Somebody offended you. Why should you talk about it? If you tell the person that the person argue, leave the person alone now. Just go and live your life, and none of you should feel bitter because somebody offended you. It's God who said that you offended. You. If they offend you, offense does not it does not grow a human body. That's what is if someone abuse you, it is their mouth. Recognize this. The mouth of those who abuse you, Bible says one will eat it. And your own mouth will not be eaten by one. So don't make anything from human abuse, from human offense, because of the new thing that God has done for you. The new where you have entered into now demands for that kind of discipline. Let them go. You have better things ahead of you. Are you with me now? The Lord bless and strengthen you. Let me ask you. How many of you have testimonies for tonight? You wanted to give testimony tonight? Raise your hand up. I can see one hand over there. Any other person who had a testimony intention to give a testimony tonight? All right. I have one over there. So only those two people I will call to come and give. You have, did you raise your hand? I have one, two, three. So only those three people will give their testimony. But can we take our offering? Um, who is doing it? Pastor 
Pastor Adisa, I was told that you are the one taking our offering tonight. Yes? All right, come and take our offering. Put your hands together for the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hey, Daddy, we thank you for the word. We pray that the Lord will bring it to manifestation in our life. And um, we will fulfill in Jesus' name. It says, who are we? And the scripture says, you are the light of the world. You are a town built on a hill and you cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on the stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds, and glorify your Father in heaven. Amen? We can see from the message we had tonight, we need to let our light shine. We talked tonight about, about the good deeds, so that we can also manifest. And as we go about that, the Lord will bless us. And the Lord will make his face to continue to shine upon us. We're going to bring our tithes and our offering to the Lord. As we know, um, the last Friday of every month, we have the overcomers. Every, all the offering that is collected on such a night as this goes into the voice of hope, which is the media. And that is what actually enables many part, other people in many parts of the world to be able to follow up and be part of what God is doing here. All the testimonies we have had tonight, someone will have had that testimony tonight and it was something that will have done great thing in his or her life. So, as we bring your offering to the Lord tonight, I want us to have a heart of the purpose of what this night is. It's a covenant night, and every offering that is collected goes toward the voice of hope, which is the media. And that enables someone somewhere to hear about this message, to be part of what God is doing here, and also that giving can make a change in someone's life. And I know that as you do that, the Lord will bless you abundantly. The Lord will stretch out His hand, and the Lord will bless you. And everything that you touch in this forthcoming month will be blessed. So we're going to bring our tithes and our offering to the Lord tonight with a heart that is full of thanks. And the Lord Almighty will bless you. Let us pray. Our Lord and our God, we thank you. For your word says in everything we should give thanks to you. For this is your will for us in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Father, that out of the abundance that you have given unto us, O Lord, we bring into your storehouse tonight. We thank you for the ability, for the strength that you have endowed upon us to enable us, O oh Lord, to bring. And we ask, O oh Lord, that that which we bring tonight, we ask, O oh Lord, that there will be an open heaven upon us. And this will be used for the glorification and for the continuity of your work, that your name, O oh Lord God, will be glorified. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we pray. Amen. Can we please stand up, please? Apostle, sir, permission. 
Um, but when you were ministering, it was very, I was prompted in my spirit um, that with the scripture you've told us to read, there's also a song that I believe God wants us to sing, and it's from someone in this sanctuary. It says, There is a sweet anointing in the sanctuary.
that you don't hear God. Because when I was sitting down there, I heard angels of God singing that song into my spirit. And when I was hearing that angels, those angels singing the song, I was saying to them, this is a song for the beginning. And I was saying to them, I was singing it, but I said that this is a song for the beginning of song. And then, he started singing it. <laughs> because the Spirit of God replied to me that there is no season for a song. That which you sang, God had just done it. He just passed through your midst and he did it. Let me bless your offering. Today I want to bless you before I present your offering to the living God. For he says, I'm the one who walks among the candle lights. Thank you for walking in the midst of this church. That this church never lack. Thank you for blessing these people. Thank you for the obedient heart you've given to them. That in my calling, my missions global that reach the world, that they are partners of it. Because it is the offering in overcomers that we put together for the outreach of Apostle Williams. And every money that we put into overcomers, this house makes sure is sent out for the mission. So Lord, when you will come and we will all reunite with you and you will give me reward for my sending out. The time I went to Klulugu, the time I went from village to village, Jegnatu, Bodo, Kandivye, all these cities, villages, to India, to, to Cameroon, and all these places, it is this offering, this giving, that is used to extend the work. So Lord, I pray for these candlesticks. May the Lord refresh you. Whatever you earn today, you will never earn that anymore. Lord, you see, you honor the voice of prophets. I speak hundredfold to every earning. So whatever their earning is today, I multiply by two. I call this to manifestation as we enter into the new year. As we are heading towards the new year, it shall be so. I said, because of you, God will bless the institution that you are. If that institution will not activate my voice, God will move you to another place. The voice I speak out today into the hour, I say, it shall have seats in the affairs of mortal men. You will sit upon it. My Lord, anyone who is not in the position to give today, I say, as you enter the month of October, it shall come to pass, that which belongs to you shall be given to you. The grace of God you receive in September, it will make way for you to sit in the office that the Lord had prepared for you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. None shall be jobless by the end of October. Really for your delay, God will give you double. 
I see angels bringing children. Twins, receive them. Yes, I say twins, receive them. I say to you, twins, receive them. And resources beyond managing twins, receive in the name of Jesus Christ. My God, what a glorious one you are. Thank you for the holy offering that is brought by your holy people, Lord. I present before your holy throne this holy offering. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are prayed. Somebody say amen. Your promotion has been pronounced. Yes, ears will hear it and say, why you? Is it only you? When were you promoted or when did you get to this office? That is going to be what your portion shall be. Please, let's take our seats for a few minutes. I want to call those three people who are in the congregation who wanted to give testimony to come out very quickly and just give us their testimony. I give you four minutes for each one of you maximum. Please. Please come up. Come to the altar and just... uh, you, You come over there. You can speak. So, you stand there. Praise the Lord. Somebody raised the hand over there. That was. Okay, that was you. All right. Praise the Lord. And please, can I say that just stick to four, four minutes yes. for tonight. I'm just going to tell you about a quick encounter I had. And for me, it started from a morning devotion in a household this morning. And reading the scripture of the day. So somehow we all focused on Amos chapter 9. But I want to testify of the last two weeks. Every morning we've gathered. Normally we'll look at the time when it's time we stop. But in the last week, we just went on. Both young, every member of my family will have to say something about the scripture. So we finished and we prayed. And The person that was leading said, is there anything more? So I said, oh, we have to talk about Amos chapter 9, verse 13. And the Lord, and we said, I said, oh, daddy taught us this scripture, my husband, I said, taught us this scripture few, I think last year, how the blessings overtake the other. And we left it. Twelve noon, hours of prayer. My daughter was singing this song about um, blessing. So I stopped to pray. We left it. On our way to church, two of them were ministering, one in projector, the other one in choir. We got inside the car, let us pray again. We heard there's going to be anointing. So they turned to me and said, I was the one that prayed. So they said, Mom, is there going to be anointing? I said, we can't make this a habit. I don't know. But I posted a meeting and I said, Lord, is there an anointing? So I had, yes, there's going to be an anointing service. I said, oh, I didn't bring my oil. And only three said, it's not your oil. So we left it. But because we had to leave early tonight. So when we got to church, I said, okay, once they finish offering, we'll leave. Then my daughter said, what if they've not done the anointing? So I said, we are going to do the anointing. That was the encounter. They flowed into each other. When I got to church, when they can add, they led us. I was singing as well. I was laying down my crown. So I said, Lord, I need to see what it's like. 
that the 24 elders, how they are laying down their crowns. Are they putting it on the table that we are all going to sit at, or is it going to be on the floor? And the angel of the Lord literally took me. And as I was going to get into the throne room, the angel said, come with me. And he took me to another session. In that session, it was a gate. I've written it down. So it's a bar of iron, strong gates. Then I was hearing shackles being broken. So that was what I was hearing inside the room. I couldn't see it. So I was just hearing the shackles, numerous, like chains, shackles were broken. You could hear the noise just falling off. And I was thinking, is this the same revelation of what happened to Peter? So I was just, I was just thinking, what's going on here? But because this song was going on, I was caught off in that. And I, so I was like, so Lord, who are those people that the chains were falling off from? And I wanted to see, but I came out of that vision immediately. And we were still praying. Then the Lord now started speaking to me. And he said, but I've been speaking to you about Amos. And some teachers there will testify. I sent out an email this afternoon, I think around one. And I said, those of you that are at the stage of reapers, those of you are at plowers, there are the planters and there are the farmers. Please, if we can put Amos chapter 9 verse 13 up very quickly. And Holy Spirit said, people that were at those stages, that were in chains, that God is breaking the chains. Please go with me if you are listening. You had the prayer that our Father have just finished praying. So I'm just confirming what he has said so that your faith can rise. And he was saying that all through the day we've been saying blessing upon blessing is going to overflow each other. And our father have just prophesied that we in CFT, we've started that year. For me standing here, I'm standing in the all of God. I will say it in Yoruba. It says, the way God ministers and speaks. I stand in hall of him. Because half of what happened here today, God has shown me. And it's like the Holy Spirit actually whispering it into my spirit. This week, this time last week, from I'm supposed to be studying from morning to evening, I couldn't just stand. He kept on speaking things to come. So just hearing it. And I've just written down and blessing upon blessing. And it took me, and our father was now talking about bars of iron and the gates, and I was like, okay, we know in part. But that's what God is saying to us in CFT. Then regarding later on as I was sitting, I was saying, so who are these prison and shackles? So God said, the boy in prison will be set free. The, those that were healed will get their healing. Exactly what our father has prayed. And that's what God has shown to me. Praise the Lord. Good evening, church. I was supposed to give my testimony. Um, the month of abundance. For me, when they say the month of abundance, I thought it's the month of plenty, you know, abundance, abundance, you know, but I never realized abundance means different type of things. For me, it was always during the Holy Ghost Convention, I cultivate healing, means a gift of healing to heal those who are sick. But what happened? I started having calls 
Oh, this person, my, my daughter is sick. My son is at the hospital. I say, in Jesus' name, they healed. They're coming out today. And guess what? They came out. I'm like, what's happening? It's supposed to be the month of abundance, not healing. And people calling me. Some had COVID and whatnot. And you're healing, Jesus' name. Just tune into Apostle ATB ministry. And some tuned, some didn't. But I was so surprised the way they were healed. And, and they called me and said, oh, you're a woman of God. I said, no, everybody, we're all ministers of God. That's what the Bible said. And that's, that's the one for the month of abundance. The one for this month, the month of grace. It's amazing, really. I've got pain on this shoulder from my neck down because I was doing some exercise. I guess I've done it wrong. I went to the hospital. They gave me a strong painkiller. I took it. I was knocked out. I said, okay, God, I've prayed and prayed and prayed. I'm tired. It's not going. Well, I'll just take my pain in it. Just take painkillers. The pain was so severe for months, actually. But yesterday, when I posted to Blonson's ministry on YouTube, I tapped into them. He said, we should pray like rivers of water overflowing us. Rivers. And I was, I was just praying. I don't know what happened to me, really. I was with my hand lifted up, and I was just praying, just praising God. Just, Lord, let your river of water flow in me. Flow, Lord Jesus. Flow, let's go out there and evangelize. Lord, just use me for your kingdom. Use me for your sake. That was before he prayed for healing. And you know what? I lift my hands up and praise my God. No more pain. It just went just like that, just like that instantly. And I was surprised because this is the month of grace. You understand? I'm up from, I'm still in shop because I can praise God. I can do whatever I want with my right arm and my neck. The pain is gone. Amen. That's one for today. What you have in your nose, please. Say that. See. Praise the Lord. What shall I render to Jehovah? For he has done so very much for me. What shall I render to Jehovah? For he has done so very much for me. With possible mommy's permission just to finish this verse. Nara, nara, narekele, narekele mo. Nara, 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 narekele, narekele mo. Amen. Just that's my mother's tongue. Whenever Ebo comes, it's like I don't even have to practice. It's proper natural. Um, God, praise God for that song. That song has been going for many years in CFT, and it's very um, personal to me now because singing that song just brings tears to me. My story is this. Many of you know I've been in CFT 13 years. I thank God for Apostle and Reverend Omar. It's, it's like family, to be honest with you. I don't boast, but I always say to people, when they keep saying, this is my church, that is my seat, I say to them, but I knew Apostle and Reverend Omar before the church began. And they were my neighbors. And they know the story. The church began in the Apostle's house. My family were Catholics. And I think my mom and dad were one of those that says, a church in the house, not, not us, well, maybe, but they didn't ever go. But years later, I ended up here. Amen. So my story is like... In church, like the whole coronavirus, not to be in CFT for even three days, there's a part of me where <laughs> just empty. For those of you who know, let me just go through the timetable for those of us who are from Bethesda. Monday was JTA. Tuesday is 6 o'clock prayer. Wednesday is Bible study. If you want to give yourself a day off on Thursday, fine. But if you're a man and there's men's meeting, that's another day. That's Monday. Monday. Tuesday, okay, I'll give you a day off Tuesday. So Monday, Wednesday, 
Thursday if you're a man, Friday, that's four days in a week. Minimum, I'm in CFT four days a week, minimum. Thank God for the choir, join the choir. I'm in church with the choir practice on Saturday. That's five, then there's Sunday. So this whole lockdown, I'll be honest, I was drained. I, I was not myself. Um, I know people were trying to get hold of me. I was battling where to stay in accommodation. That's another testimony that I'll give next month. But this one is about my life. So I was YouTubing. I was YouTubing. I always listen to Apostle, but I think what happened was, I think I've told Pastor Debbie this. I was in an area in Kent, Dartford, and I saw Pastor Debbie in the vision, and she was saying to me, don't go, come home, it's fine, you're fine, it's okay. That was about two years ago. I didn't understand the vision. Now somebody, not deceive me, but try to get me excited that if you want to find somewhere to live because the council are not giving you a place to stay, I think you, you should know the story now. A single man, able-bodied, they said to me, you don't have no wife or girlfriend that's pregnant, you don't have no children, We're not gonna, you're not a priority. The lady in Lewisham Council said to me, can't you get your girlfriend pregnant? Or isn't your girlfriend pregnant? I said, I don't have a girlfriend. Okay? So that was the battle I was facing. Then coronavirus came in the middle of the Dartford project. I was sleeping in churches, seven churches, seven places to sleep, seven days a week. Coronavirus came, and they put us in emergency accommodation. Now, my testimony is this. When the lockdown came, I couldn't come to church. I mean, Elder Femi, you name it, Dartford people were here. We were coming to church together. I was dead. I think I was dead personally. So in that hotel room, not Netflix, but every channel you can think of, TV, but there was no church service, so I was empty. Then, the prophecy, Apostle kept going about the prophecy of the coronavirus, it was part of me, but I didn't really, do you understand? It's like, you can watch on YouTube, but do you, does it really touch in you? Then, Pastor Debbie was preaching once, and she also mentioned, similar to Apostle, that it's like Satan, it's like the devil. It's like you're believing that God will bless you through the internet, and I was like, oh, if Pastor Debbie's saying that, and you know Pastor Debbie preaches very boldly, and I listen to her, And I said, no, I need to come back. I picked up the phone, phone Apostle, and Apostle knows the conversation. Nearly one hour, Apostle was with me on the phone. He said to me, look, all the feeling you're feeling, you can't sleep, you're in that terrible accommodation, come to church, embrace people, you feel okay. One service in New Cross, and I came a little bit late, one service of one hour, I just felt refreshed. Amen. Now, I'm back for the past two months, but a blood clot had taken place in my leg, and I didn't know. So I spoke with Apostle that for years, you know, uh, many people know I've made some mistakes in my life. I've gone to prison, and I always have this battle of getting a permanent job. Agency, agency, agency. During coronavirus, they wasn't giving people any money. So I told Apostle about this place. God bless Dikentemi. Where Dikentemi used to work, he told me the name. Not really hooked me up, but he gave me that name. Now, that name came about by an organization. I won't mention the name. They're based in Peckham. Apostle was saying, where they've rejected you, they'll call you back, they'll take you back. So I thought, all the jobs that I've applied for, Daddy, they'll call me. But this is not an employer. This is a recruitment agency, if that makes sense. So the people that recruit you. This organization is supposed to help people that have been to prison. They rejected me about seven years ago. They said, no, 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 we can't help you. So I thought, this lady is now recommending me to go back to them. I thought, this organization, they rejected me before. I said to her, can you put in writing? Can you confirm that they're going to help me? To cut a long story short, they connected me. I'm on contract now for a permanent job that is meant to end in November. But then I got a blood clot in my leg. So I end the story like this. 
I came to Holy Ghost Convention. That was my first real program back in the church. And I was feeling so-and-so. And I remember I was over there. I would say that as an usher, I'll be honest, many of ushers know, sometimes we're not fully paying attention because there's baby crying or this. But when I came, and I'm not ushering, I'm not even wearing no suit, I'm with my trainers, I can jump and praise God. I felt something, and I know God was moving. And that was August last month, isn't it? The blood clot probably happened in August. Because I started the job in August, and the doctor told me two days ago that the blood clot has taken place, and the blood vessels, all the damage has been done. Uh, Elder Dr. Jigini told me on Sunday what to say to the doctor, and the doctor was normally going to speak to me on the phone. But because I insisted that, can I have your number then? Can I send you a WhatsApp? Can I have your email? He now took, gave me the portal. I sent the picture, and he said to see me immediately. So I had a suspected blood clot at the beginning of this week. It's been confirmed yesterday that I had the blood clot. And I just want to thank God that I'm alive, that the blood vessels didn't burst, and that... I don't know, maybe, I don't know, would the leg explode, I don't know. So I'm just here to testify to the goodness of God and that for those of us who have been in CFT long, I would say that if you take even a break of not even half a year, maybe one month, I was drained, I was dead. But right now, I give a testimony to end and say, praise be to God, I am refreshed, it's the month of grace. God has engraced me and of course, I am a member of this house, a child of this house. As I always say to Apostle, mommy, a true son, I am not going anywhere. Even if it's a holiday break, well, I'll follow on YouTube, but as soon as I return in the country, I'll come to the house of the Lord, because the Bible says, I was glad when they said, let us go to the house of the Lord. Amen. This, this is a revelation that I had daybreak today. It's about a revelation I had daybreak today, sir. I prayed uh, around uh, 2 a.m. this morning. So I slept. As I slept, I saw that I saw the cathedral. We just finished the service. I don't thought we finished the service. I saw Pastor Fumi. We were in the Apostle's house. She came out. She said she wanted to rest. And she lied down. She called my name. So Wilson, I said, Pastor, I thought you going now. I said, are you going to sleep in the apostle? I said, No, I'm going home. That's how I came out. As I came out now, I saw uh, electricians. They came out and the auditorium has two entrance. One entrance on this side and one entrance on this side. And I saw them fixing electric bulb. If, uh, on top of the roof, that was not like before. So they were fixing it. I said, "Are you people trying to fix light?" They said, "Yes." So as they removed the, they brought out a new bulb. They, they fixed the bulb, and light shone. Light was shining. Light was shining. So that's how there was like a mahogany, like a wood. They arranged it on on the two, on the side of the wall. They were fixing the mahogany. They fix it. It's like a chef. The, the mahogany look like a chef. And I said, what are you people going to do? They said, I want to put meter, electric meter, inside the box, out the box. It's a long meter box, very long. 
and, uh, and they were fixing it. They were fixing it. So I saw the Joanna, and they said it's a time of fixing in CFT. Time of fixing. So they brought Amala. They brought okra. They brought fish. So they were serving food. We were feasting. We were feasting. Everybody was eating. We were celebrating. We were just celebrating. Our light was shining. Light was shining. They were, they, were, they were putting new light, new light, new light. And everywhere was shining. That's why I woke up. All right. Praise the Lord. I'm happy that I'm standing here to my testimony. I know you've all heard about my testimony, but the Bible says, I will praise you, O Lord, Psalm 9, verse 1 and 2. It said, I will praise you, O Lord, with all my heart. I think Apostle giving my testimony is, doesn't represent this. I want to praise God with all my heart tonight. I will tell of your wonders. I want to tell of the wonders of my life. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. The wonders of my life is that I'm still living. I want to thank God for life. And Apostle gave my testimony on my behalf. Gave several testimonies about me. How God has helped me even from the time of courtship till this very time. And I really want to praise God. I'm not supposed to be alive till now if you look at my, the testimony of my life. But God has sustained me till this very time. The last testimony which Apostle gave on my behalf was when I fell. Was when I fell. I know when Apostle gives this testimony, I keep on thinking, will I not go and give my testimony? God has been so good to me. Let me talk of his wonders. I fell from my stairs in my home where we wake up every morning 4 a.m. to come to church. Because we have to get to New Cross before we come to Cathedral here. But I thank God for the grace, for the strength he's given to us. And that very morning, you know, when Apostle is outside and said, I said, I'm coming, so I want to pack all my remaining things and come down. Before you know it, I fell on the stairs. And I banged my head. I banged my head, serious banging to the wall. It's not, a plaster, it's not a plasterboard, no wall. I had, since I see something just, you know, I can't explain it. And I just get twisted my, my, my foot, my leg, both twisted on the handrail, and my head. You know, I don't know. Apostle can explain. Then I felt, you know, we made, I wanted, but I could just, I'm, I've been, everything is, I'm tied around things. So there's no way I can come up. But set me up and help me to come up. And I came up, I thought I was still okay. Didn't it? And I was walking up and I said, no, thank God. Then I said, no one is going to help me to do my Zachariah's duty, even if I have to go to emergency. I will do my Zachariah's duty because I'm okay. I came, praise, worship, New Cross, came, opened the service as well here. And I called one of the doctors that look after me in the church. I said, please come. So this is what happened to me today. I said, boy, I saw you leading prayer. I said, yeah, but this is you fell. Okay, no worries. Looked at my blood pressure. My blood pressure was okay. There was no problem. Because I said, if there is any problem with my blood pressure, I'll go to emergency. Then he said, what I will advise you, I want you to wait for a while, since the blood pressure is still okay, and then you can, if there is any other thing changing around you, immediately to emergency. I said, okay, that's fine. 
And I sat down there. My body was still okay. I was still okay. Do you know that I have to praise God? I have to travel as well. But I thank God that I did not travel. I would have died in the plane. Because the following day, I was I just okay, let me just go to emergency to check up. Because when you travel, you have to check up, isn't it? And with the following day, my blood pressure was just up to stroke range. That's what the hospital said. This is stroke range. Immediately I got in, they looked, ECG, everything. They said, everything about you is okay. Even when I got there, because I'm traveling, I've just done my nails, done my toes. And, so the lady said, you don't look like. Then he did the, did the ECG test on me. He said, everything about you is okay. But we still let you see the emergency doctor. So he now took me to one of the rooms and said, uh, we will look if we have, we have to. But everything is okay about you. I don't think we will tell you. He said, go get your urine done. I did my urine. Even when the real emergency doctor came, he said to me, he said, uh, where is your urine? I said, how is it on the table? He said, you have put urine here? I said, yeah. He said, it's like pure water. He said, everything about you is okay. For this fall, we have to monitor it. From that, I said, but we will not let you stay because there are various types of things in the hospital. You know, we don't want you to get another thing, you know. But go home and let's see how you, you feel. So he now said to me, the amylodopine, one of the medications that I take, that has caused my ankle to be swelling because I read all these papers. I don't just carry medicine and be drinking. So when I started to see ankle change and I knew that this amelodopine, even though they said it's good for black, it causes foot to, to swell. They have to give me crutches. Only a lot of you don't know. I use my crutches at home because I want to be a, 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 a testimony to people. Ah, mommy, carry crutches. What happened again? No, 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 no. I don't want to be that kind of person. I want to trust God to the end. Amen. And I... They changed that my, 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 my medication. But when I got to this stroke range thing, it was that medication I'm developing that they used to crash the medication. I thank God. God answered prayer. I was praying in along and doing everything just to make, to, to, to make sure that everything is okay. But glory be to God. When I started phoning people, I know Apostle is fed up of this. Uh, you fell. You fell. This was the time. So I can't, because I've never had people fall and things happen before. So when, when I tell my testimony, you fell? Ah, someone came to look after a baby in London here. He's the dead body. He fell, she fell. He's the dead body that they took home. Ah. Another person, you fell? My secretary fell. He has not been able to come to church all this. Are you bang your head? You know, for me to know what God has done for me. Another person, you fell? Ah. Even my uh, chief bridesmaid that came the other time said, Ah, Ore, you fell? Ah, we don't fall at this age, do people fall at this age? It's forever falling, you know. Ah, <laughs> I said, all oh, this falling, falling, I'm hearing. So, God, you have been so good to me. That's why I said, I cannot just sit down and just carry this testimony. From that time, I've been feeling okay, I'm happy. Only the only thing I can't, I can't wear my heels anymore. But I thank God I'm alive. Are you listening to me? I thank God that I'm alive. When people say, I'm alive, it's easy to tell God, I know how are you, I'm alive. It's easy for me to say, I'm alive. Because I don't know what to say. Once again, I want to thank you all. You know, I know a lot of you are praying for me because you're supposed to give that testimony. You don't know what it is to give such testimony. All I was thinking in my heart, what's going to happen to my husband? Nothing will happen to you, darling. Nothing, nothing. I'm going to be there to see him to the end in the name of Jesus. Because he doesn't think about himself. He only think about people. 
Doesn't think about what he will wear. He think about people. I have to. I saw he's going to be thinking like I would think I would get my husband's head to put it on that person. Nobody will take my place in the name of Jesus. So I, I, I fell, but I'm still standing. I fell, I'm still going to do the work of God. I fell, I'm still going to be glorifying God. I fell, the Bible study will still go on. I fell, I will work for the Lord till I die. The son got and said, My sage, the last time of that, uh, over a thousand tongues to sing, but that's my song. My gracious master and my God. Assist me to proclaim to spread through all the earth abroad the honors of thy name the honors of thy name that's my prayer not for only me but for every one of us our gracious master and our God will assist us throughout our lifetime to proclaim this word of God to all the world abroad in the name of Jesus. From Christ's tabernacle to the ends of the world in Jesus' name. It shall come to pass. Amen. Amen. That's my girl for you. <laughs> shall we rise up together, church? <laughs> Come on, choir. Hallelujah. How lovely on the mountains are the feet of him.
people came in, you know, late after the anointing, and you have not been anointed, please step forward here. Let me anoint you. If you are not here when I was anointing people, Marozika boy, Brestali Domash Padida Sita Kadada, Yalaimos le crepre to Sinahande, Restrotimalodre Prodesh Pralinino Sinai. Anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord, unction of heaven rest upon these people, Lord. Rebroti masikabo baskolanidai. Ma parali dobo shanta mahalodei. Ripare dobaso telima roskeri dibos prala morone saradi. Ori kipara barali boskarala basanta rabaharia. Let the unction of heaven rest upon these people. Thank you, Father. Meshe kebolo di salamande loria. Zagrosile breke brondo sapre le mondozi. Let the unction of heaven rest upon these people, Lord. Robodo sarabrati boskarabronde ladies karabadande. Iparala tara di boskarabarande. Say thank you, Father. Meikalero de mosekre di balonde shapora morande. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. May the glory of heaven rest upon you in Jesus' anointed name. Shall we lift up our right hand before the Lord and bring this service to an end? For tonight, as we read from Hebrews 13 20 and 21, shall we now may the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work. To do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Shall we read Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow you. All the days of your lives, and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. That person remaining over there, make your way forward before I share the grace. Lord, let the unction of heaven rest upon your son. I command the whole system of your body to be put right, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Anoint both your left and right hemisphere of your brain. What is taken out of the brain be restored back, and your system be made whole, in Jesus' holy name. Stretch your hand before the Lord. We have read that, isn't it? Surely, goodness and mercy. We read it, isn't it? We cannot overread it. But let me now speak prophetic word of God to you. Yes. Thank you. Is it not incredible what God is doing for the wind blows wherever it wills? I'm so happy for you. Stretch your hand before the Lord. The Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help from his sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings from you. 
May he give you the desires of your heart. That who lives forever and ever. The God of Abraham. The God of Isaac. The God of Jacob. May he grant all the desires of your heart in this season. May the one who lives forever and ever. Make all your plans succeed. We will all shout for joy when we are victorious. And we lift up the banner in the name of our God. And the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he answer all the requests of your heart and keep his covenant with you. May the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in Bethel, may he tabernacle with you and reveal himself to you. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we have prayed. There shall be shouts of blessing and will fall in your house.
may it be unto you according to your confession. I think we did not ask for anyone visiting with us, did we? The one who gave the offering should have done that. Is anyone here coming in for the first time? Wave your hands. Let's put our hands together for our brother. You are very, very welcome. May the Lord continue to strengthen and bless you. And some of that person at the back there. Oh, wow. You are very, very welcome, brother. May the Lord continue to strengthen and bless you. We have um, a, a pack that you can pick up at the reception when we are... No, you don't sing. Well, you have a pack at the reception. Once we close, you, you, you pass through the desk and they will give the welcome pack to you. Very, very welcome. It's our culture during service that we, we do that. We are taken aback by the testimonies. So thank you so much for coming. Can I also remind everyone that this Sunday is combined service. We are all meeting here. No, no meeting in New Cross. New Cross is worshiping here. And make sure you are here at 9. Apostle will start leading prayer from 9. So make sure you are here as early as possible. If you come in before 9 o'clock so that you can come in and, and join with the prayer. See, 9 o'clock to 9.30 is Apostle leading you in prayer and then prepare ourselves before we enter. It's going to be a tremendous uh, 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 um, end of month because of the prophecy we have had today. Come on. What will happen on Sunday will be greater than what we have seen tonight. May the Lord bless and strengthen you. Please be seated and the ushers will let you have one after the other.